been listening to The Martial Brain, the podcast that explores the intersection between the martial arts, science, critical thinking, skepticism, and that wacky organ that floats inside our skulls in a pool of cerebral spinal fluid, making life unpredictably inspiring, infuriating, and sometimes just batshit crazy. I'm Jeff Westfall for The Martial Brain. Maintaining your martial relevancy. How to keep more of your experienced students at your academy longer. Are you worried that your top students are going to leave you? Does the thought that you are less necessary to their growth as martial artists than you once were weigh heavily on your mind? Many a martial arts academy has been damaged or destroyed when an instructor reacted to such concerns in a negative way. As an instructor, and more broadly as a human, it's perfectly normal to experience thoughts that you would never express out loud. Specifically for a martial arts instructor, the thoughts might be something like, He used to come to me first with any questions. Now I'm third after his brown belt friends and YouTube. Or, how dare she correct me in front of the other students, even if she was right, especially if she was. Or, the top students look upon him as the leader of the school when I'm the owner and head instructor. Such thoughts are worrisome to us humans, probably because our genetic history as social primates tends to make us obsess about our status in relation to other humans, especially other humans in a group that is significant to us. This kind of thinking was once advantageous to our survival and for the propagation of our species. Status-seeking within a group of primates, when successful, leads to more and better food and more access to members of the opposite sex for procreation. But now that we no longer live under the same conditions that were in place when we evolved this status-seeking obsession, but still have the obsession, such thinking, while it seems perfectly natural, is no longer useful. Indeed, it's often toxic. So if you run a martial arts academy, keep in mind that it's more productive to think in terms of business and science instead of the personal politics that is a tired artifact left over from our heritage as hierarchical primates. Worrying about who is grooming whom should be left behind, along with other toxic instincts like xenophobia and cruelty. Remember that it's perfectly normal for your advanced students to begin developing skills and knowledge beyond your own, at least in certain specific areas. This should make you happy, not butthurt. And give yourself a break. You're only a human, capable of learning and mastering what one human can in one lifetime. Don't be taken in by the unrealistic standard for a martial arts instructor as depicted in much of pop culture that of the mythical, unbeatable, all-knowing, all-wise, O-sensei. You cannot be perfect, and you cannot be better than all your students forever. And that's okay. No reasonable customer will have magical expectations of you. Apply all the energy you've been expending on worrying in a positive direction. There are avenues you can pursue to try to keep more of your top students longer. 
The first is to continue your own martial arts education, a pursuit which should already be evidently important for lots of reasons besides just keeping your students. This can go down one or more of several paths. If one of your students is passing you up in skill and knowledge in a particular area, you could begin to investigate that area yourself, but not in a sneaky, secret way in hopes of catching up with him or her. Instead, you should do this so that you can better share their excitement for that area of training, ideally in collaboration with them. You could also seek out areas of training and knowledge that none of your students have begun to explore. There is a ridiculous amount of martial and fitness knowledge out there in this information age. Tapping into it will make you a more valuable resource for the students than you were before and perhaps help you keep some of the students that might have been thinking of leaving. Another possibility is to look at improving the facility in which you teach. First, the basics. Is it designed for safety? If your students kickbox or train in the mixed martial arts, do you have a ring or cage, or at least a significant segment of one? If your students grapple, do you have a large, thickly matted area? If your students practice weaponry, do you have a large, open area with a high ceiling where they can safely train without endangering other students? Do you have a decent selection of martial arts training and fitness equipment? I'm a businessman, and I understand that each of these are expensive to get and to maintain. But you just might be surprised that if you were to try one or more of these upgrades, how many prospective customers will see your facility, their eyes growing wide, and immediately sign up for lessons. It's difficult to show a prospective customer at first glance that you are a good instructor. That sort of knowledge really only comes through time spent training with you. But a good facility is something that smacks them right in the face when they walk in the door. You might also be surprised by how many students who have been with you quite a while grow excited at the sight of the new equipment or training area. Keep in mind that the martial arts is, among other things, a form of science. Much of science is done in a laboratory. A laboratory doesn't always take the form that you might envision from popular culture or even from your own scientific experience. For many scientists, to one degree or another, the universe is their laboratory. But for many avenues of research, the safety of the scientist is an important consideration. Vents to remove toxic gases, transparent isolation containers for use when mixing unstable compounds or handling dangerous pathogens, radiation shielding, and so on are just a few examples of modern scientific laboratory equipment that help us to more safely push back the frontiers of knowledge. In a similar way, your academy is also a laboratory for the pursuit of pushing back the frontiers of martial ignorance. How safe that laboratory is, is mostly up to the school owner. Proper facilities and equipment go a long way towards improving the safety of your students. It's also handy to have the kind of equipment that's not easily transported out into the universe conveniently collected in your laboratory. So a laboratory tricked out with all the latest new equipment is very useful for many scientists. The same can be said for those of us who are continuing our research into the near infinitude of varieties of knowledge in the fighting arts. Another way that your facility can become more dangerous 
is when you allow politics between various cliques among your students to get out of control. Bitter feelings between students can quickly lead to greater misunderstandings, injuries, and even ongoing feuds. This kind of cancer in an academy can sometimes reach the level where it needs to quickly be either cured or cut out. The owner and head instructor is responsible for the culture of the school. He or she sets the tone. Now, I don't need to point out the tragic irony of running a business whose purpose is to teach people how to handle violence, and then because of internecine conflict, your customers experience and inflict unnecessary and unwanted violence within the walls of your academy. Of course, the best solution is, if workable, to talk with all the parties involved in order to firmly but calmly lay down the law. But sometimes the wounds are too deep. Words that should not have been said cannot be unsaid. Injuries inflicted with malice cannot simply be forgotten. In that case, some students, the truly toxic ones, have to go. Don't be afraid of refunding the balance of their tuition if that gesture eases their departure. It'll be some of the best money you ever invested. But with the extreme exception of the type of political snake pit I described above, it's always better policy to work to make your academy a more intriguing and appealing place than it is to expend time and energy reminding everyone that you are the boss. There are a lot of ways you can improve your ability to retain students for the long term, and that's a positive direction in which to go for your academy. Anyway, that's what I think. But I could be wrong. Let me know what you think, and check out old episodes of the Martial Brain Podcast at my website, rpmartialarts.com. I'm Jeff Westfall for the Martial Brain. The Martial Brain is produced by Raging Squirrel Productions in association with the Rising Phoenix Martial Arts Academy. If you like the podcast and would like to help it grow, go to iTunes or Stitcher and give it an honest rating and review. Contact me with questions about the Martial Brain or about the Rising Phoenix Academy at my website, rpmartialarts.com.